Hi everyone, welcome to I Heart Recovery Land. I was just thinking this morning about a friend uh, called Morgan. He is so funny. He um he has Down syndrome, and so like he's from church. And when I see him, he always remembers me, and he always tells my sister, you know, that he's praying for for me. Like he'll call I be like, I'm praying for your sister. I pray for her neck, because I have this hole in my neck, like the the hole where they put the trach in. Um, I think it's called a stoma. Anyway, so. Um, like he, like, it's something you can see. So like, um, like a lot of children and like people like Morgan or whomever, they, they really fixate on something they can see. Like the idea of brain injury that they can't actually like see like my brain or like that hole in my head or whatever, but they can see the scar on my neck. Like Peter, my net, my youngest nephew recently noticed this and started commenting on it and it took him like six months to become not afraid of it but yeah that kind of broke my heart but it's a lot better now anyway so boo boo called me one day and she was like ning i'm just saying that if you wake up one day and like that hole is gone it's because morgan was praying for you (laughs) and i love that because like that kind of faith is so fantastic and like and i really appreciate his prayers because they are so faithful and you know I need prayer like you when you recover for a long time like um people uh, you know I just I become increasingly appreciative of those who continue to pray for me even though I'm way out of the you know acute stage of illness like like this is for the long haul and I appreciate those who are coming with me Morgan works at a local Harris Teeter, and one day um, we were in his store. He wasn't working that day, but, you know, I was dairy-free at the time, so I'm, like, minding my own business in, like, the dairy-free ice cream aisle, having a great time because, you know, at that point, while I still am not really allowed to be alone very much, but I was alone in the aisle because I let me, you know, wander around a bit. <laughs> and, like, I met a, a nice man who was um, uh, uh, just stocking the shelves. And he saw me. I, I had a cane. He saw me, and he greeted me very politely. And he just said, praise the Lord. How you doing today? And I was like, I'm doing great, thanks. And, like, I was like, did, the, did that man just say praise the Lord to me? Because I imagine a lot of things a lot of times and I've had hearing loss. So I wasn't quite sure. And so then, like, you know, I just, I moved on to, like, the end of the aisle or, like, the next aisle. And then this 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 uh, gentleman, he um, followed me, not in a weird way, but just, you know, he just approached me and said, excuse me, may I have your name? I would like to pray for you. And I was like, Yes, please do pray for me. I would love that. So I gave him my card, and I was waiting to see what would happen next because I was hoping he would, you know, kind of explain what he thought about prayer because, anyway, I wanted to know. And then he he totally just said it. He just said, see, I pray in Jesus' name. And I was like, oh, yes, this is getting better and better for me. I was like, me too, because, like, that is, like, the only effective way to pray, like, in Jesus' name. That's just kind of it. So I was so pleased to find out that we were in agreement about this. So we had a nice little chat, and I was like, 
dude, after this, I, I, I was like, you know, so excited to see, find my sister and tell her about this, this person I had met. By the way, these, um, these meetings, uh, random public meetings, I am used to now because that's part of my job and I love it, but I am, um, increasingly, uh, well, I need to be prepared to meet and greet whomever in my travels when I'm like, you know, at the grocery store or the airport or wherever it is. Um, but don't worry because like the Lord is uh, obviously taking very good care of me, like in terms of protection, like, and usually like I have a friend or a family member, um, either with me or very nearby who is more concerned about my safety than I am. So, yeah, but anyway, this was a really great meeting. It was so fantastic, and I mentioned it because I wanted to talk about prayer for a minute, and, you know, because I was thinking about Morgan and how he prays for me, and I really appreciate that, that I met this man, and um, I wrote, uh, actually, a popular post called uh, Prayer Detox for Beginners. It's on my blog. You can find it by going to shreddedgrace.com or iheartrecoveryland.com. Um, sorry, I haven't decided which name to go with yet. I'm also going with endinglearninghow.com. Anyway, go to iheartrecoveryland.com, click on blog, and then search for number 268. I numbered them. So it's number 268, Prayer Detox for Beginners. And it's very simple, but it's um, helpful. It's simple because obviously I have a brain injury, and one of the things I've had to learn how to do is to pray again. And but the thing is, like, if you if you don't know how to pray, like, this is great. Like, the person who taught me how to pray uh, or like to have more stamina in my prayer life was uh, Mr. David Nelson, and that's Jesse Johnson's maternal grandfather. And uh, Mr. Nelson has uh, gone home to be with the Lord, by the way. Um, but like he. He kind of um, trained me by example. Like, he had this crazy portfolio. Like, not portfolio. it was just a file folder of prayer items. And, like, before I went to Africa, sorry, I can, like, totally cry over this. He invited me over. And he and Mrs. Nelson were there. And he was sitting in this lazy boy. And, you know, it was a very, like, a purposeful meeting. Like, I wasn't just, from, like, I, I would usually just invite myself over to their house, like, every, you know, every week or every two weeks. But this time, you know, he invited me because he had an agenda. And that agenda was to sit me down and be like, okay, what can I pray about for you? And he had the letter I had taken, I had written, like, on prior, for, for circulation prior to going to Africa for the short trip. And he took the prayer points, like um, I had requested prayer for specific things, and he um, wrote the the days of the week next to them. And like he didn't make any comments about about it. I was just observing what he did, and I was like, that it was very powerful to me because it was extremely um, intentional, and I knew that he would be praying for me, he and Mrs. Nelson would be praying for me on these certain days, at least on these specific subjects. And I know they were not the only ones, and I, I really appreciated his example. So that was great. Um, anyway, definitely go look up number 268, Prayer Detox for Beginners. I also want to mention my friend um, Li Ying. 
Um, I call her Lena in my first book. She is my dear friend who stayed with me in the hospital when I first had my AVM rupture. And, like, they would not let anybody back there because that's the rule. Like, if non-family members do not go back to, like, the ICU or whatever it was. Um, and, like, there were, like, 50 people I heard, like, waiting in the waiting room for my church. They were like, yeah, waiting and praying, and I so appreciate that. But um, Liang is actually a friend from um, from the D.C. area, and she had moved to Oregon as well to work for Intel. That's where we used to work. And when she heard that something had happened to me, she left work. And I uh, thank the Lord, her mother was there to um, take care of her two sons at home. So she stayed with me. Like, she just sat next to my bed until my parents got there. And then when my parents got there, they tried to make her go home. And she was like, yeah, no. So um, she's a very faithful sister. She became a Christian that year, I think. So she is my sister in Christ. And when they were, like, not letting any back there, anybody back there to be with me, she was just like, yeah. So I am the closest thing that girl has to a sister in this city. And you're going to let me back there. And let me just say, you don't argue with Liang if she says that something's going to happen because that's what's going to happen. And I appreciated that so much. So after she became a Christian, um, I remember discussing with her the um, beginning steps for, for prayer, like to learn how to pray. And um, I used the old um, acronym ACTS. I think it's Adoration, Thanksgiving, Confession, Oh, wait, that's not how you spell Acts, sorry. It's adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication. And um, that's a good way to um, remember what to do. But, like, I remember I sent her a really casual email about this, but then I went to her, her apartment one day. <laughs> and the girl is, like, a tenacious learner. I'm serious. Like, I have seen her try, like acquiring and going after very high level information and like she will just she's she's gonna go get it like she she's kind of crazy like she is like so intimidatingly smart I don't think I ever told her that but yeah Ling, you're totally intimidating in terms of the smartness area but like you have the kindest heart ever but the thing is with this prayer thing I I saw my email like cut out and pasted to the wall <laughs> I was thrilled it was so cute Anyway, thank you, Liang. I, um, I'm going to text her and tell her to listen to this. It's like so wonderful for me to reconnect with her um, through the venue of, of podcasts because it's so easy. Anyway, so um, one last plug. It's number 268, Prayer Detox for Beginners. Uh, go to iheartrecoveryland.com, click on blog, and search it.